Hey y'all, this is the Christ Center Conversations Podcast, and I'm Shelby Stanfill. And I'm Kevin Stanfill. Each week, we come together and discuss the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ. We hope you enjoy listening to this week's episode. Welcome everybody to episode 17 of the Stanfill cast, aka Book of Mormon podcast. And we have a lot to um, talk about this episode, but just a few, as Kevin likes to put it, housekeeping items. Um, we, today at church, we had a really good Sabbath day, but we were at church and actually Corey Carroll came up to us and he was asking if we were going to try and incorporate Come Follow Me into this podcast. Um, and, you know, me and Kevin have talked about this, like, honestly, and thought about doing it and not doing it and figuring out what we're going to do. But thank you to Corey Carroll. We are going to do a completely separate podcast that we're going to call the Come Follow Me Corner. And we are going to talk about, it's not going to be very long. It's going to be completely separate from this podcast that we're just going to spend like 10 to 15 minutes talking about what we learned in Come Follow Me. So it can be an additional resource to your Come Follow Me studies. So you can join us and maybe we'll give you some ideas that you didn't think about or whatever comes out of our mouths. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. We don't, I don't know when we're going to start, probably this week. Yeah. At some point. We didn't really talk yeah. about specifics. We just know we're gonna we're gonna do that. You know, and and there's there's a lot of reasons, I think, why we should do it. And I my favorite reason is that <laughs> we were I <laughs> I just wanna say something before <clears throat> he says what he's gonna say. <laughs> the reason why we're making this a separate podcast is because we really have a long term vision of having um, our thoughts and our uh, just outtake or take on each chapter for a very long extended period of time. So we have this long-term vision and it's going to take forever. We know that <laughs> we do one chapter a week, so it's going to be a long time for us to get through the entire Book of Mormon. So now what you were going to say, Kevin. <laughs> I'm just excited to talk about, you know, King Benjamin <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm excited to talk about Alma the Younger and and things like that. And if at this rate, with our Book of Mormon podcast, it would be... Like four years. It would be years from now, yeah. right? But that's okay. You know, I, I, I love what you said, Shelby, that we have a long-term vision for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've told so many people that, that, that this is a long-term, you know... Project. Project, but project makes it sound kind of like a, a little bit like it lacks feeling. Instead, mm-hmm. it's it's a part of my discipleship. I'm, I'm sure it's a part of right. yours too, but this is a part of my discipleship and my growing spirituality that I can go and I can look at these these verses and get so deep into them. And that way I really am treasuring the Word of God as opposed to, well, I I want to get through this chapter for whatever reason, because it's part of my study plan, right. because it's this week's Come Follow Me. But I hope that 
this this come follow me corner what we're gonna name it that it will um, only bring more uh, light and knowledge into your studies throughout the week so yeah that is our goal and so we're going to continue with our podcast tonight on episode 17 we are in chapter 14 mm-hmm. and we are super excited i know kevin's really excited about i'm this. so pumped for this chapter this <laughs> this episode full disclosure i'm not expecting to get through this chapter tonight oh, no. because this chapter <laughs> is so rich with um with doctrines and so let's just dive in. All right. Where do you want to go? Verse one. All right. You know what? No. The heading. Oh, okay. We're going to go to the <laughs> heading. All right. Let's go. I can. Are we going to read the heading? Well, there. when it talks about um, there are only two churches, the church of the Lamb of God mm-hmm. and the church of the devil. Rewind to last week and the week before that right. when we when we talked about the church of the devil and I know so much more about uh, the church of the devil <laughs> that sounds bad but I know so much more about it thanks to our last two podcasts because um, and I and I hope you do too the church of the devil um, is just this. It's everything that stops the saints from returning to live with Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father. Um, That can be an organization. It can be uh, practices. It can be all these things, right? And so in verse 1, it says, uh, and this this chapter is all talking about the last days, really, right? Mm -hmm. Specifically, I think, before the podcast started, we said it's like sixth or and or seventh seal times, which mm-hmm. I think... Or even the opening up of the millennium, right? Christ, Christ coming again. His second coming. Yeah. But, sorry, I, I, let me rephrase that. Yeah. I th- I, I'm not sure. Maybe we'll get there and I'll change my mind. But I don't think it, it includes the millennium just yet. Um, but just so that... Our listeners know, and and because uh, we have some very young people, we have some people who are young in the gospel, myself included, and we have some some real scriptorians out there too. So, just so that we're meeting the needs of our listeners, um, there is a a timeline for uh, the existence of the earth. And so we have the temporal existence, the the one that is uh, in a fallen state, mm-hmm. right? So Adam and Eve, when they lived on the earth, it was not fallen yet. It was perfect. The Garden of Eden was a portion of it, but as far as I know, mm-hmm. the whole earth was in a perfected state. When they partook of the forbidden fruit because of the association that the earth and man because the earth was created for man because of that close association i need to pause i don't think the i don't think the earth was in a perfected state 
at that time. The whole, okay. Like, a perfected state, because we know it will be raised um, to be, like, the celestial kingdom. Oh, sure. Okay. So it was not, to me, that's its perfect state. So Good it was point. in the developing <clears throat> stages, I would say. Thank you Kind for, of like our spirits, right? right? Like, anyway. Thank you for correcting me. It wasn't in a perfect, glorified there you go. end state. It was an ideal state for man to live on. Right. Uh, we know that uh, the the ground produced uh, fruit and resources abundantly, right? right? Um, it was only after the fall that right. Adam and Eve would have to work by the sweat of their brow to, yeah. to get their food, right? And that's when the thorns came right. and all that right. stuff. So uh, at the fall, we begin the temporal existence of the earth. And that has been a period of 6,000 years. And the seventh seal, or seventh 7,000 year period, is the last days, right? Because it's, it's at the end. That's the seventh in, in seven total. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a lot of seven. Yeah, it's a lot of seven. So... This chapter is talking about those last days right. and the the last thousand or fifteen hundred years of the earth's temporal existence. And we know that at the end things get kind of tough for the saints. Mm-hmm. Um Shelby. <clears throat> well, um, Right away in verse 1, it talks about that if we hearken unto the Lord, that he will give us power and take away our stumbling blocks. Mm -hmm. So things will be hard, and we will need to overcome. But um, the Lord will be there to help us as we hearken unto him and covenant with him to obey his commandments. So, Kevin, what's a stumbling block? I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) It's a big rock that you trip over. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a hundred percent. That's the per- that is the perfect definition, right? Yeah. So, what is a stumbling block? A stumbling block is likewise anything that stops you from returning or or getting closer mm-hmm. to Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. A stumbling block can be a principle that you don't fully understand. Uh, why? Do we not fully understand some principles of the gospel? It's because either we're not ready to understand it, we, we haven't done our studies to understand it, or it's just, you know, in God's perfect wisdom, he knows that there's a long-term, uh, uh, a long-term element that we just can't see yet. And so this thing is really important eternally, but right now it's really hard to understand and fit into our, our mortal everyday lives. Right. I mean, perfect example is, you know, the word of wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people nowadays will say, yeah, you, you shouldn't smoke or drink alcohol. Those things aren't good for you. But there are also like, well, what about tea and coffee? Why are those things bad for us? And the the end of the day, or at the end of the day, it's a commandment, and we don't need a reason that those things are bad for us. 
but but that that's that could be a stumbling block for somebody they could say well you know i just don't understand why you, you know i can't drink coffee you know why is it so bad look at all these uh, studies that say that you know some co you know this coffee's good for me or whatever uh certain teas you know even the tea that we're restricted from having you know there there are um people who claim that that's good for us a wine a glass of wine a day is a doctor away i don't know if that's exactly <laughs> what they say but there is there is science to prove that a, a glass of red wine could be it can be good for your health um but regardless mm -hmm. we keep we hope that we would keep the commandments right and not let it become a stumbling block that keeps right. us from getting to our father in heaven because, so, mm -hmm. sorry, what were you going to say? He's thinking. No, go oh, go ahead okay. and say what you were going to say. Um, I, if you go to verse 3, it talks about a great pit, which hath been digged for them by the great and abominable church. So, the we talked about this last week, but the intent of the church of the devil, which is basically anything that's not good, is to get you to go away from Christ and mm -hmm. to not keep his commandments. And so the more that you stumble and literally think of falling, the closer you're going to get to falling into this pit that's being digged for us. And the intent is to get us to fall into that pit. Right. Right. Like the intent is for Satan. He wants us to say, he wants us to have a hard time understanding the commandments and why we should do them. And he wants us to like constantly be tripping over that. Right. right? And so... If we, the more that we trip, the closer that we're getting to falling into that pit that they're digging for us to never get out of, right? But thankfully for the atonement of Jesus Christ, we know that we can come back from, even if we fall, stumble, or even fall into the pit, we know we can get back out of it. So it just shows that Satan isn't trying to be nice to us. He's not, I mean, he's really trying to get us to just not get back up like ever again right and Christ is doing the complete opposite he wants us to uh, continually uh, strive to come unto him and even if we do stumble let's stumble in the right direction let's stumble towards him and not towards this great pit that's being dug for us so that's my my thoughts on verse three which I think really tie into four as well but so before we move on um I'm going to ask the question and then I'd like to propose a I'd like to reference a, a verse in the book of Ether at the end of the Book of Mormon. The question is why would God allow stumbling blocks? Right? Like doesn't he want us to return to live with him? I mean, if uh if he's so powerful and he loves us so much. Why would he allow? Why these... wouldn't he make it easy? Right. I mean, obviously, you know. Now, on the flip side, he has provided so much that points us toward his son, which is our salvation. Right. But why put up all these other things that are hard to understand? If we follow the uh, footnote in verse one. To Ether chapter 12 verse 27 it says and if men come unto me 
I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness, that they may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then will I make weak things become strong unto them. Mm-hmm. Boom. Now we can move to verse 4, which talks about, it says, For behold, this is according to the captivity of the devil and also according to the justice of God upon all those who will work wickedness and abomination before him. So if we don't repent, if we don't follow the commandments, if we fight against God and his prophets, if we fight against the the church of the Lamb, will be brought into captivity by the devil. He wants to ensnare us. But that's a part of God's plan, that there are times that will be afflicted and times that will be ensnared, but we can be delivered if we only turn to the Savior, to his Son. But there's there's a law of heaven, right? It's called the commandments. Mm-hmm. And if we... Uh, the, the same thing that protects us and preserves us, if we choose to, to not obey it. obey it, by the same law, justice has to be met. Right. And, and that's, unfortunately, that's our destruction. Yeah, which I, I don't want to be destroyed. Um, <laughs> sorry, the way, the way you said that at the end, I was like, whew. Um, but really, this pit that's being digged too in verse three, um, it actually says at the end of it that those who dug it at the end will fall into that pit, right? Like they will. Uh, what's the word? Justice will be brought to them for mm. what they're doing, right? Because yeah. they didn't obey the commandments, as Kevin was saying. Um, and so, really, in verse, if you forward, it talks about. You know, that if we harden our hearts, we are going to be led away. But if we soften our hearts and heed the commandments, we're going to be led to this, like, great work that he has prepared for his children. And I love verse 7, love it, because it says that you're basically either... When Kevin asked me what I thought about the first 10 verses, I said, well, it's all about repentance, and you got to choose one side or the other. Because there is no middle medium ground here. It is you are either following the Savior, and if you're not doing that, then you are going the other way. And if you're going back and forth, well, then you're going nowhere. And at some point, you're going to have to pick a direction to go. And so I love that it talks about in 7 that this marvelous work is to convince people of the peace and eternal life that's going to come to them. But there's also the people that have hard hearts and blind minds that bring them into um, temporal and spiritual destruction. So it's just very interesting because it's, the more I read the scriptures, I just know that there's not, you can't straddle a line. You have to choose which way you're going. And it has to be an active choice. No one can push you. No one can literally pick up your foot, foot sorry, your feet, 
and move them. You have to choose to move. So I love that completely. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm just going to say it, but I don't really care for people who straddle the line because I just, I wish they would choose. I would, I just would respect if they went one way or the other. I just, I like people who make decisions. <laughs> Sorry. That, no, it's a, it's fair. I, I love, I love them still. I Enjoy. want them to be on the right side. I want them to be in the church of the lamb. Right. Um, and I'm guilty too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm getting mad at myself sometimes for straddling a line too. So I'm, I'm right there. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's what the first, uh, 10 verses of this chapter are all about. It's, it's these two churches and, and it says there are only two churches. Yeah. And that's kind of interesting because we live in a world. Many. Yeah. Right. There's. Especially here in Texas, you drive down the street and they're all over. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just, there's a bunch of Christian churches, right? Right. There are churches and religious organizations all over the world. Now, Shelby, how do we reconcile the fact that we, in our articles of faith, mm-hmm. we believe in religious freedom that all men should be able to worship right. what and how and where they want. Correct. But in our scripture? book of scripture, it says there are only two churches. One is the church of the devil, meaning all the other organizations. Mm-hmm. And the Church of the Lamb. Well, here's the thing. I wouldn't say those other churches are the the Church of the Devil. I believe that they're maybe straddling that line that I was talking about earlier because I think that they do have some truth. I do think that they believe some believe in the Jesus Christ and and his and Heavenly Father and whatever it is, but maybe they believe in um, the doctrine of one God only and not you know three separate beings. And so there's this uh, confusion that divides, right? So, but that doesn't mean just because they don't have that correct doctrine or believe, you know, they believe how they want to believe, that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be able to practice it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the the point, I think where the article Faith is getting at is that when they start to persecute another church for not believing how they believe, that's when it's wrong. Right. Right. Like that's when I think that's why we have the article of faith, because as soon as any church, for that matter, starts to be picked at or persecuted, that's not okay. Like if the local Baptist church down the street, like was being vandalized or broken into all the time and these people were being persecuted, I would hope that we would step up and help them out because that's not okay. Right. Right. So. I think that's where that comes in. Yeah, no, 100%. I wanted to kind of put a hard question out there, even though that I guess we've already talked about that the Church of the Devil isn't one organization. Right. And it's not really a church in the traditional sense. Like in Western society, we, we understand that churches are these religious organizations. The Church of the Devil is not a religious organization. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a scheming plot instituted by the devil to try and get people 
to incorrect doctrine. Right, incorrect doctrine. It's almost like a little virus that enters into like a computer mm-hmm. or something, right? Yeah. And like is slowly trying to turn it a different direction when really they they might be trying to do good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we know in verse uh, like 11, 12, 13-ish and 14 mm-hmm. that they this, this uh, church of the devil is spread across um, the world, really, and it has great power, right? And that it is, what's the word? Um, dominion, kind of dominion over the earth and persecuting the people of the church of the Lamb. Right, mm-hmm. so we know that from verses 12, 11 and twelve. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I'm just going to go and segue straight into, you know, the differences between the church of the Lamb of God and the church of the devil. You said that the the church of the devil is spread all across the earth. It also says that it's upon the waters, or it's upon many, many waters. waters. Dominion over all the earth among all nations, kindreds, tongues, and people. And that's, like you said, it's a virus, right? It gets into government places. It, it gets mm-hmm. into homes. Right. Right? It's insidious. It, right. wa- it wants to do this. And it's going to be under the guise of, you know, it's, it's not going to have churchofthedevil.com <laughs> as its homepage, right? Yeah. And meanwhile, but we can we can discern that by the spirit, one hundred percent, right? And and meanwhile, we have the Church of the Lamb, which says its numbers were few, right? And why there? Why are they few? It says it right there. It's because of the wickedness and abominations of this church. There are so many things that keep men and women from entering in to the 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 covenant path right and it's those stumbling blocks yeah and i mean right now i don't see i mean i see the i see the other churches and i see um their intent and right now i really don't think it's that bad like i don't think they're trying to drag down the saints yet no. right but it's going to get to that point where they are going to try and drag us down. <laughs> well, I would be willing to say that, you know, when we read, and we're going to get there, I'm sure, in the next episode when we talk about the Apostle John and the things that he wrote in the book of Revelation in the New Testament. But when it talks about the saints... Um, and and the the members of the church of the lamb of the lamb and and it also you know it, it just talks about holy people you know we, Shelby you and I know people who are not members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints but they're good people and I feel that there are still going to be those people who even though that they're not uh, baptized, baptized members, members mm-hmm. of our church they'll still be helping the saints they're right. still going to be people of conscience yes. conscience and um that's why you know we 
we need to we need to keep our our minds and hearts open to welcoming those of of other faiths because good people right are out there and and we have to we have to protect one another and the thing is that just as the church of the devil is spread all over the earth so are the saints of god mm. And so it's important to know where your fellow saints are and those people that are going to help you. And that includes the people that are in our wards, in our stake, in our surrounding stakes, the stakes that border us, and just the whole entire world. I mean, I know, like, just real quick, when I got to Texas, the reason I found a place to live was because I was in California. I found a Texas why I say Facebook page, added myself to it and posted in it that said, does anyone need a roommate? And then I found a place to live. Like instant connection from saints of God from California to Texas. I'm sure I could do that in any other country, really. I'm sure I could find somebody in um, Johannesburg, Africa and say, hey, I'm wanting to come live in Africa to experience the culture or whatever it is and get connected with saints there. And I'd be at home wherever I went, you know? Yeah. So it's important... And that's, that happens because we keep our covenants, okay? Like in verse 14, it talks about how we're armed with the righteousness and the power of God. It's because we're keeping our covenants and we're, we're being the covenant-keeping people that the Lord wants us to be. So then we have that source, per se. Yes, know. 100%. I, I, love, I love verse 14 because it talks about that the the saints of the church of the lamb they were armed with righteousness and with the power of god and great glory and in the institute student manual uh elder neely maxwell talked about how you know in the last days although the the members of the church or the saints of god will be few they will receive weapons not like not like actual mm-hmm. weapons but sp- almost spiritual defenses right right and that's our that's the temple endowment but that right? yeah that only comes because we're holier we that's why do you think we're ministering as a new way it's a higher holier way we need to step up to the plate to be able to have that right yeah i don't know well, that that's a really interesting perspective. We we have to be worthy, of course. We have mm-hmm. to be following commandments, but we also have to be like super unified with Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. If we're worried about ourselves, how are we going to be joined as as a church family the way that we need to be at? You know, we before we started. Um, recording this podcast we sang a hymn we don't always do that um i don't think we've ever done that before actually maybe I think like we did once. once way yeah. back when right um but we sang a hymn now let us rejoice and after we sang the hymn said a short prayer just to open up you know our podcast we, I said, there's so much. The reason that I love that hymn is because there's so many things in that hymn that need to happen. 
they've got to happen, right? Right. Like one phrase is, uh, with faith will rely on the arm of Jehovah. Mm-hmm. The, the earth will appear as the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The, you know, and we'll be one. We'll love one another. And it's no longer on earth. No, no longer as strangers on earth need we roam. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm missing it. <laughs> and it, it really goes back to that idea of, you know, although we're, we're scattered, we have something incredible that, that ties us together. Um, and I just, I just love your, your story of, you know, being able to come to a state, to mm-hmm. a, a city that you've just, you don't know anybody, but you were able to found such, you were able to find such a, a loving uh, member's home. Yeah. Who, I mean, they loved you. Dude, they, they called me their daughter. I mean, Patty and Julio are just amazing saints of God. And their daughter, Ileana, and her husband and her son, and even their son, Kevin, I got to see him for like a week before he yeah. moved away. And they just were like, you're our daughter. And when I got engaged, they're like, the daughter lives with us till they get married. You know, it's right. just, <laughs> they're everywhere. And that's the kind of saints we should be. And I hope that... One day, if we have a big house and someone's trying to come move to Texas because, I don't know, they're crazy like me and want to move to Texas, <laughs> that we can do the same thing. Yeah. Or if not, do something else, right? Just to help somebody. Yeah. Anyway, just we are armed with righteousness and power when we keep our, our co- covenants and commandments of the Lord. And that's what makes us great saints and useful yeah. Useful hands for the Lord. That's right. I think that's a that's a great concluding thought that you shared. Um, I know that there is I know that the, the church of the Lamb is here on the earth. I know that we have a living prophet who is is here to guide us and direct us and I know that we have a savior and if we just follow him we will will be protected and we'll be happy in these last days no matter you know how far down we see the pit dug, we'll know not to go over that way. We're not going to be, we're not going to fall in it. And I also want to say that I know from personal experience that when faced with stumbling blocks, when there's something that I, I haven't understood, I was patient. And I, I kept going to church. I kept, um, I kept learning and studying. And there's so many resources. The The Book of Mormon is uh, is the Word of God. I know that to be true. But we have so much more scripture available to us in the conference talks, the student manuals of the institute classes. And so I'd encourage you to, to always look there for more information um, if there's something in the scriptures you don't understand. And I say that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen way to bring it home (laughs) well 
next week, thank you for joining us. And we're so happy that y'all are listening. And next week, we are going to have um, guests, plural. We're going to have some guests. And uh, I'm really excited for next yeah. week's episode. And we're not going to tell you uh, who they are, but uh, it's going to be a good episode. <laughs> yes, it will. So tune in. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We will see y'all next week. And we will also, I guess... We'll, oh, we're going to do the Come Follow Me right. Corner. We'll, we'll, we'll see you in the Come Follow Me Corner Yeah. whenever you choose to listen to that. Yeah. All right. Good night, or good whatever day it is. <laughs>We hope you're enjoying the Christ-Centered Conversations podcast featuring the Book of Mormon. If you have any suggestions for the show, please message us on Facebook at Kevin or Shelby Stanfill. We also invite you to visit churchofjesuschrist.org for more information on the Book of Mormon and the restored gospel of Jesus Christ.